What is up, podcast community? This is episode 18. You're getting a bonus one for me. This is my fourth in a row. I guess I'm feeling it tonight on a Friday night. Finally have some time to knock out some of these podcasts and questions. I have posed a bunch of them, written a huge hopper of questions down, and I want to get right into it, okay? Uh, First, as promised, okay? Our sponsor up until episode 50 is Ads Sciences, a company out of Boston that does data science platform and digital advertising services. They literally run the world's best performing Facebook and Instagram ad campaigns. Many clients I've referred their way have significantly grown, right? They've 10x their sales. They've had more awareness, more product buys, more customers. And whether they work B2B or B2C, I am telling you that Ad Sciences is a perfect fit for them. They work in micro markets as well as large audiences all around the world, every single country you can think about. I've referred them a number of clients over the years, and trust me, they've always come back to thank me. If you are interested in learning more, getting the word out about your product, your service, your business, you can reach Howie at Howie at Appenite.com. That is H-O-W-I-E at Appanites, A-P-P-A-N-I-T-E.com, or go visit them at adsciences.com. That is A-D-S sciences.com and tell them I sent you. Um, Now, I want to get right into it. Of course, my dog is breathing heavy behind me. So if that's picking up on the microphone, you can say hi to Sadie in your own time. Question number one. Okay. I want to get right into this one. Bam. How can I learn to meditate? Okay. I actually had a prospective client ask me this today. He goes, how can I learn to meditate? And I said, do you want to do it right the first time? And he goes, yeah, preferably. And I said, my brother in Christ. Okay. I'm not even actually religious, but it's a very funny saying these days. I said, my brother in Christ, it took me three years to get my meditation skills down uh, for you, it may take a week, it may take several months, but meditation is a very personal experience. Okay. It is a way for you to get in touch with your intuition, a way for you to get in touch with your awareness and a way for you to just let all of the demons sort of run around. So if you want to get into meditating or make this a practice, understand that this is going to be a longer route, sort of a longer journey for you. And it's not something that people typically nail the first time. Okay. We all have a lot of thoughts. There's a lot of things running around in our heads. We're suffering from, you know, anxiety, depression, what other people are doing, comparisons. I've talked about all of this stuff on previous podcasts. And I want you to understand that when you meditate, okay, I can only speak for me, but when I specifically meditate, I just go, okay, I'm here. I started out listening to sort of guided meditations, trying to follow them. And I found that all of these thoughts, all of these things, all these worries, concerns, we're just running around. How I meditate today is very different than how I began meditating three and a half, four years ago to the point where I will sit down. I typically put on a certain frequency or a hertz and I will listen to that and I sort of just let my mind go. Okay. And I let all of the demons, all of the insecurities, all of the bad thoughts, I let all of them run around for 20, 25 minutes. Typically is average time between 15 and 25. I prefer over 20 minutes. I find that I really get into it around, you know, the 20 to 25 minute mark. And then I sort of come to my conclusion where I feel really good. Oftentimes I'll start my watch. And then whenever I I feel like I've gone through the end of my own personal meditation, I'll open my eyes. And most often I'm around that 20 to 25 minute mark. But for a lot of people in my scenario, I will say, 
meditation can be whatever you make it. Okay. I've meditated on top of mountains before. I've meditated by rivers in the forest, uh, on, on great hikes. I, you can do it in the car. I typically do it first thing when I get out of bed, you wake up, you know, sometimes I'll take my, my morning bathroom break and then I'll just come right back down or when I get out of the shower and I'll just sit and I will let all of those insecurities just tire themselves out. Okay. Like a puppy that just wants to run around and run around until it passes out. That's how I let all of my anxious thoughts get out first thing in the morning. And I told this guy this when he he asked me, he said, you know, how, how can I meditate? I'm getting really angry and upset with, with some other people. And I said, I said, dude, you know, you're focused on what other people are doing. You're not focused on your reaction to what those people are doing. And I, I saw the wheel start to turn. He was like, oh, holy shit. I was like, can you control that other person? He's like, yeah, I could. I was like, no, you physically can't, but like you can control your reaction. So why don't you meditate on your reactions to what that person is doing and either try to find some sort of empathy for what they're doing, what they're going through, or try to understand why that's angering you and focus on that and then focus on letting that go. Because all of those things that we think about what other people are doing, what they're not saying, we tend to bring that right into our experience when we wake up in the morning, okay? I don't know how many of you wake up and just roll over and reach your phone and start swiping through social media, which is like the worst thing you can do in the world. But all of our insecurities, all of our fears, all of our transgressions all hit us first thing in the morning, okay? So sit down with them by meditating, have a conversation with them, let them run around, let them be loud. And then once they finally shut up and are tired hopefully for the day or hopefully for at least some time you've now created that space that barrier for you that acts as a, a cushion that barrier of my morning meditation acts as a cushion for all the other bullshit in the rest of my day and that's how i sort of handle my meditation that's why i like doing it you can do it at the end of the day and i also find that to be extremely relaxing i'm usually pretty tired by the end of the day so i, I don't need help there but first thing in the morning i know i have a, a atlas worth of stuff to hold over my head that meditation that buffer zone really helps me out so how can you learn to meditate don't worry about it being perfect just try and do it consistently try new things and see how it feels okay that's my answer for that question hopping over to question number two uh why do i get bothered with other people and what they do again this is stemming from my interaction with this person earlier today and I asked him again, I said, why, why are you bothered with what this person is doing? He was like, he was like, well, it just irritates me. And oh, well, I'm like, okay, but like, there has to be some sort of trigger, like connected to, to something else. And he goes, yeah, that's, you know, it related to this person. Cause this person used to do that. And I said, okay, well, have you alleviated that situation? Have you forgiven that person? Or is this a trigger that's sort of getting at you in, in the core, whether it's from a child wound or a teenage wound, that's either emotional or physical or some sort of mental trigger point for you. And he was like, oh my God, I hadn't thought about that. And this, this, this kid was young. He's, I think he's 20, maybe 21. And I don't think that he had really made the connections that, you know, in our decades of life, what happens is we have these triggers, these little hairline fractures that leak out to different things when we experience traumas or disappointments or rejections or betrayals that lead to other things, okay? And I think part of the adult and part of the human experience is as you go through this life, you start to understand that things are connected, okay? Maybe you don't like what this person is doing because your ex did something like that, okay? Or maybe you don't like how your boss is acting because your your mother or your father also did that sort of thing and that really pisses you off in order for you to be able to un, 
to understand what's going on in your life and your own emotions, which I think if you focus on being able to master your emotions, you first have to understand where they're coming from or why they're coming in that direction. So let me explain that. When you can take a step back, okay, and I have called this watching the watcher, when you can take a step back and be like, wow, okay, well, that person's making me angry. Why is that person making me angry? Oh, because they're they're doing this and doing that. And that really is sort of a, a trigger for when this thing happened previously in my life, which is very similar. And you can draw that correlation to that. Analyzing and recognizing the pattern is the first way to be like, okay, well, cool. I obviously get angry when this person does that thing, which is related to this in the past. And now you can draw those correlations and then you can start to heal it or you can start to avoid that thing, right? We know we can't control other people per se, but we know if we, hey, we can recognize that pattern. We can see this thing. Now let's try and stay away from that sort of stuff, uh, you know, whatever. For instance, there is some guy in one of my classes who continuously spits. He puts tobacco dip in his gum and he spits about every 15 seconds very loudly into his can. And he sits two seats in front of me so I can see it right as I'm focusing on the PowerPoints, as I'm focusing on the lectures. I can see him constantly spitting. I am taking copious notes and that one little sound, that acoustic drives me up the fucking wall for some sort of reason. There's a word for this, but I won't go into it. I can actually correlate that to another time where somebody, when I was younger in school, they would just, they would make this weird sound. They had some sort of tick and they would make this weird sound. And this person, I was in class with them for a whole year because that's how, you know, middle school and stuff works. And I just remember that one sound drove me up the fucking wall for, you know, an hour and a half or, or whatever that class was back in the day. And I, I draw that conclusion. And for whatever reason, like I am very sensitive to those sort of isolated, awkward sounds that just stick out in a not normal environment. And that really drives me insane. So what we're talking about here is why do you get bothered with what other people do? It's not necessarily you getting bothered. It's you not knowing how to handle or recognize that pattern and then being able to stay away. You can't control it. You can't control what someone else does. You can only control your reactions. So if your reaction is to get upset, you've already lost the battle. You need to understand that, hey, that thing is going to make me upset. I need to either stay away from that person or I need to let it go or forgive them or completely remove myself from that situation. You have got to get your own emotions in control and in check. Okay. Me getting upset at that sound right now, there's not really something I can do. I can say, hey, I can say, hey, man, you know, can you stop spitting your dip so loudly and maybe take some fucking notes? No, I, that's probably being passive aggressive and or rude. I have to kind of accept that. I'm going to move from this thing. I can probably sit in a different part of the classroom though. So I'm not maybe as privy to that sound as possible. So when it comes to this guy, and I, I hope you listen to the podcast, stop getting bothered about what other people are doing. Learn how to control your emotions by either forgiving them, letting go or staying away from that. Now that you've been able to sort of recognize that pattern and have that correlation that, hey, this thing makes me feel that way. I should get away from that or I should find a way to sort of remove myself from that situation. Okay. Hopefully that makes sense. I'm going to hop over to question number three. Okay. Question number three, how can I truly forgive and let go of people who have caused me transgressions? This is sort of in line with what we just talked about. Okay. Um, Truly forgive and let go of people. This, I wrote this question a long time ago. And I know where I was when I was thinking about this question. And it's very difficult because I'm a Libra. My 
two other additional signs. I mean, Libra, Scorpio, Scorpio. And if you know anything about um, those patterns or those horoscope signs, what that essentially means is that I am a very fair and balanced person until somebody pushes me too far one way. And then I go absolutely, you know, ape shit on that person. And um, I, I will write them off forever. Like that person becomes dead to me after, you know, a type of transgression. I am typically very forgiving and understanding. I will never forget though. Um, and when it comes to truly forgiving and letting go of people who have caused me transgressions, my advice for you as an individual would be to understand yourself. Okay. I'm very Irish and Italian in the way that I grew up was very, you know, sort of cut and dry, uh, sort of cutthroat. And I've seen a lot of, you know, betrayals or losses or, or relationship breakups. I've been on the, uh, I've been the the dumped one twice in two serious relationships. So I, I know how to experience these things. And I have, you know, been hurt and I've also hurt people and I take responsibility for those things. But to truly forgive someone means to really, really, really work through all of the things that you did to that person, all the things that they did to you and accepting them one by one by one. And this is a meticulous process. This is not something that happens overnight, especially with relationships. But if it's a small transgression, right, you the best thing to the best way to forgive someone is to say it to their face, is to say your piece right to their face. I I love you. And there's another cool thing from Hawaii. It's called Hapano Ono, but it's I love you. I forgive you. Thank you. I'm sorry. I release you. OK, it's sort of those five things coupled together. And I said that phrase hundreds, probably thousands of times in my own life when thinking about people and trying to let them go, right? That phrase, thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. I forgive you. I release you. I would say that over and over, whatever sort of combination of how it came out, I would repeat that sort of thing. Every time I thought of that thing, I would, you know, I tap my chest and I'd be like, you know, thank you. I love you. Forgive you. I'm sorry. I release you. And over and over and over again, right, when I was thinking about what this person did or what they said or what happened after were the things that I did, you know, I had to first forgive myself for some of the things that I didn't said, and then I had to forgive them. And this was a back and forth process. And I still do this from time to time when some of these things do come up, whether in the middle of the night or another part of my life. And it can be very, very tough. Okay, writing a letter saying, you know, this happened and I, I forgive you doing this, doing that. These closure conversations that I don't think are necessary, but if you're in, you know, some sort of mutual breakup or your ex wants to meet up or a boss or a parent, a relative, a friend, whoever, they want to meet up and just telling someone, hey, you know, that was a, a crazy time and I wasn't at my best or I did the best that I knew at the time and I'm sorry it didn't work out, but I want you to know I've forgiven myself and I also forgive you for the transgressions. A face-to-face, -face, I think, is the most mature way to really, really get over something. And uh, recently in my own life, I had that, um, I had that run-in with someone who was in my life for a very long time. And I was able to speak with them for a number of minutes in a, a public setting. And, you know, I, I said hello to the family. I said hello to the new boyfriend. I said, hey, you know, just take care uh, of her and yourself. And I, I truly wish you guys the best. I said, I, I did the best that I could at the time. And I want you to know that there's no hard feelings. Like I've, I'm truly grateful for the time that we spent together. And that, that specific conversation wasn't 
as reciprocated from their end as it was mine. And maybe that's a testament to some of the work that I've done in my own life in order to, to sort of cultivate the awareness and intuition and, and really grow, right? Because I'm I'm a knowledge seeker. And I'm not saying that from a pretentious standpoint, but I really think that if you truly want to forgive and let go of people who have caused you some, these transgressions, it is it is proper as a human being to work through all of these things that have happened over time. I think it's extremely healthy and I would urge you to do it um, for yourself, right? Do it for your heart, do it for your brain, do it for the rest of your life, knowing that you really work through that pain and that forgiveness. And once you sort of achieve and come out on the other side, um, you feel much lighter. So that's really all I have for this. This has been a really cool episode. I've enjoyed it. Episode 18, three questions podcast. If you want to be a guest, you know how to reach me three questions, podcast at gmail.com. You can also send me an email info at cckcollective.com. Oh, excuse me. No info at cckcollective.co. If you want personalized coaching in the areas of, uh, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, financial, academic. If you want to improve in those areas of your life, get to the next level of your life, your business, whatever it is, personalized coaching sessions as well. I am in the middle of putting out some programs for you. Um, CMO for a higher product. If you want to hop on, if you have a small business, you want unlimited meetings to work on one thing at a time, I'm here for you. We can talk all about that. I love getting my clients to the next level and helping them make more money, achieve more knowledge and put out these podcasts. So again, continue submitting questions. I really want to thank you for sharing a lot of the questions you guys have put out there for listening to this as episodes come out. And again, um, you know, I hope you have a great week. Hope you have a great night. Be productive. Stay healthy. If you need help, just reach out. Happy to talk. And again, we will see you in the next one, episode 19. All right. Peace.